Welcome to another Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Well, Phil, we've briefly in the past briefly talked about the decision review system and, and the electronics or computers coming into sport, but I think we've got to seriously have a, a deep and meaningful about it after the second test and now the third test. What are your, what are your thoughts? Look, Rick, I think you know my thoughts. I don't like it. Um, as we were talking just before the show about the uh, the court they set up in Adelaide at tennis, and uh, they set one court up, thought they could call the, every ball without a without an umpire. Well, it didn't work. They were calling balls out that were in and in and out, vice versa. It just doesn't work. I mean, um, they can have all the technology under the world, and, uh, you know, I can't see it happening. Well, I think you're going to have to see it happening because uh, Adelaide's World Tennis Challenge, which is due to start very shortly, uh, are having the first Hawkeye live camera and there will be no games played with any line umpires. So how do you reckon they'll go? I'm living in Adelaide now, Rick, as you know. I'm going to make a uh, beeline to that game and I'm going to watch that because that'll be worthwhile seeing. Well, what they've done, of course, you see, uh, it would seem to me, and you're the tennis expert, you're the tennis umpire, uh, is that it's mind-boggling to me that it's not even like the cricket, that the rules are that there are no challenges by the umpires whatsoever. So whatever the computer says uh, goes. That's it. End of penny section. All computer ball trackings will stand. That is what has been So even if the player or whatever says, hey, that was out or in or, you know, whatever it might have been. The rule they've made is is that there is no referrals, there's no nothing. There are no challenges by players. And the words are, I've got it right in front of me, all computer ball trackings will stand. Well, you know, that's taking something out of the game straight away, Rick. You know, the the old McEnroe, yeah... um, the old McEnroe, you know, having an argument with the umpire. Well, that's no longer. There's not going to be none of that or Leighton Hewitt or whoever it might be. You know, that's gone. It, it's not only gone, but, I mean, it's an assumption that that by by using phrase like ball tracking will stand is making a huge assumption that the computer's right. Mm. Well, look at the cricket. Um, uh, you know, how does that computer know whether you've tweaked that ball that little bit more or or... You know, well, bounced it into the pitch a bit harder. I mean, how can it sense that? Well, well that's my that's my great argument in the cricket world. We're jumping a bit between sports, but that doesn't matter. Um, that at least on a hard tennis surface, you can probably assume you might be able to correct me here that the the actual surface is precisely the same throughout the the dimensions and width and depth of the court. Whereas a cricket pitch, although it's prepared to the best of a a curator's ability to be perfect, inverted commas, is turf. And and there's no such thing as total accurate consistency of a turf wicket. That's why Mm. we play on turf. Now, on top of that, you throw into the fact that you're using a very expensive four-piece cricket ball with a seam that is designed to cut, meaning that if it hits the pitch on the seam, it's going to move one way or the other, and or swing, and... You don't know whether that bowler has bowled his normal ball, whatever his normal mm. ball, five k's quicker, slower, mm. shorter, and yet we've we've sold our life to a computer that says, "Yes, I'll tell you whether it bounces over the top of the stumps." It can't do it. And what about a crack in the pitch? You know, it's, as day five, the pitch is all cracked. Book hit a crack. Well, it's going to keep low. You exactly, know, and get a funny bounce. You know, exactly. I mean, how do they do it? I don't well, know. 
I, I, it's really interesting. I'm yet to find anyone who's in favour of it. Um, as you know, I've umpired four days this week uh, in the Barossa for the SACA Under-16 Country Cup and uh, have operated with, including myself, five umpires on different days, and not one of us is in favour of it. Mm. And I've yet to meet anyone who's even in- vaguely interested in cricket who has any time for it. It cannot accurately predict. If you're going, my argument would be that for LBWs and things like that, you just simply can't have it. If you, the only place you might be able to argue is that if, and there's the first, there's the biggest word in sport and life probably, if, if the cameras were in absolutely perfect alignment, you may be able to use them in reference to runouts and stumpings. But as for what about Snicko? Well, you see, I don't believe Snicko's necessarily accurate either. Um, you know, in these close decisions, uh, has has at the same time uh, the ball uh, as it passes the bat or the glove or whatever, has it actually hit those or has it hit the pads? Um, this classic example in, in Perth where Mark Stoneham has been given not out for caught behind off the glove... And it's been referred, and the third umpire, in all his wisdom, has looked at it and looked at a mark on the glove, which supposedly, and there is a, a minute snicko uh, adjustment noise. Now, that's fine. So for all purposes, in the short term, that looks as though it's out. However, if you look at the replays enough, the, the, the glove of the batsman... Hit, which the hand is not on the bat handle. He's taken it off. Now, for for it to be out caught behind, you must have the hand that has made contact with the ball on the batting handle. So it's not out. And yet, even with that technology, the third umpire has missed that, which is a technicality. Mm. But, you know, the guy has been... The umpire made the right decision in giving it not out, and even on referral to the computer, the third umpire can't get it right himself. So, you know, what's wrong with the good old days when you had a linesman in a game of tennis, you had an umpire in a game of cricket, and the human brain doesn't make too many mistakes. Of course it will make a mistake or two, but um, it seems to me that if we add up the number of referrals, particularly in these test matches so far, the DRS is making more mistakes than... The old humans are. Well, it's it's getting too technical. I think we're just getting too far ahead of ourselves. Um, let's make the odd mistake with the umpire, and so be it. I well, think everyone accepts that. Well, I, particularly, I guess, before, you know, my vintage of cricketers, we didn't have it, uh, state the obvious. And we, we, were, we were talking about it at the test match, some of us oldies, and... We were saying, you know, sure, we got the odd good decision in favour of us when we were out. I didn't believe in walking. The umpire would be embarrassed to see someone walking off if he's given them not out. And most of us did that, not so much as just to get further in our innings, but there's a. it does make a, a umpire feel pretty ordinary if you see the bloke three-quarters of the way to the fence and you've given him not out. Um, and on the other hand, there are times when it was the opposite. And our philosophy was, over a career, you know, what you lost on the swings, you picked up on the merry-go-round. Mm. I imagine you getting out, with steam coming out your ears. Oh, I reckon, no, 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 no. The old very... umpire would have got the glare oh, and away you went, I suppose. I was very cool and calm. Just before we finish on the, the cricket version of DRS, 
I thought there were some very interesting public comments from some very well-known cricketers, uh, which I might just uh, whiz past you uh, because they're, in a sense, quite uh, illuminating in terms of what the general cricket world thought. There it is again. The DRS is the Diabolical Review System. That was plumb. Clear, dead seriously, computers running this game is a joke in my opinion. And that was tweeted by Darren Berry, the ex-wicketkeeper. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, Sean Marsh has survived the plummest LBW I've ever seen overturned. Jamie Cox, another um, well-known cricketer. Uh, completely salmon trout, uh, typical of England's rhyming slang, was Graham Swan, the off-spinner. Michael Clark said, looks absolutely dead live, meaning out. And Kevin Peterson said, it was stone dead out. Now, you know, we can't all be wrong, I shouldn't mm. think. Uh, and, I mean, the thing that made that decision worse of all was that the computer tried to tell us that the ball was missing the stumps by over two ball widths. Well, you know, it just wasn't. as simple as that. And as I said earlier, how can a, ball, how can a computer tell us how high the ball's going to bounce given... I mean, it's all got to be pre-programmed. I don't care how many algorithms or whatever they've got. Every ball bowled in a game of cricket is unique. If it wasn't, batting would be a lot easier, but it's not all that easy. You can't tell what the bowler has done with that ball. And it's simple as it is. Let's move on. Yeah, well, what have we got well, now, well, we, well, we'll just, as we finish, uh, the other frightening thing is that the world game, and, of course, that's soccer, um, the most popular and played game in the world, They've even got on the bandwagon and they've produced the VAR, the V-A-R, the Video Assisted Referee. And supposedly at any particular time, the off-field referee, uh, because they're all mic'd up and so forth and earplugged, he can call, you know, send a message to the referee even after the incident's over and tell him that a handball's occurred or an offside's occurred. I mean, you know, it's just... Out of control. I thought sport was invented by humans to be played by humans and controlled by humans. It's and for you know to be mucked up by a human error, perhaps. Exactly. You know what? It, let's take it's, it on the chin. It's part of. And yeah. as you said, I mean, I mean, the McEnroe sledges and so oh, forth have gone into yeah. the sort of legendary aspects of the game. I mean. There was nothing evil or nasty about those. Well, maybe the umpire thought there was occasionally. <laughs> when he took the tops off those flowers at the Australian Open, I remember that with a racket, whack, straight through the flowers. Anyway, but now, that's all part well, of the game. I have got something sort of what do you got? almost breaking news. It's really? not really breaking, but this, there are about to have, we are about to have two new countries enter the world of officialdom of test cricket. Really? Yep. And I don't reckon you'll believe me when I tell you who they are. Well, let's let let me know. Well, you're sitting there quite I'm there, comfortably. Yep. Well, the first one is Ireland. Ireland, to be oh, sure, to be oh, sure, to, to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> and they've actually already organised, or it's been approved. Their first official test match will be played in Ireland against Pakistan in May. How about wow. that? Now, now, the next one, there's no way, Jose, that you're going to come at this. No. Nah. Afghanistan are about to become a test cricket playing nation. Afghanistan. Oh, they'd be bowling grenades, wouldn't they? You'd want more than a thigh pad and a helmet. Would I wouldn't you? want to face them. <laughs> <laughs> and would you believe it could be 
I, I, you know, I'm, it's fair enough, I suppose. I mean, I am aware that they do play cricket over there, but their first test match is going to be against India, in oh. India, who happen to be the world's best playing test nation. <laughs> now, the saddest thing, and it's wonderful. I think everyone has to start at the bottom, but I would have thought that it might have been far better for those two incoming test nations to have actually played against some of the lower echelon teams. Play each other the first one, well, just could, to get it, a feel of it. But the other thing, of course, and I mean, I know that, that countries have periods of greatness and, and less strength at times, but, geez, I tell you what, <laughs> there'd be a few Indian batsmen lined up. You'd want to bat in the top two or three in your first test against Afghanistan, oh, wouldn't you? Hey. Do you reckon Some there's big a big run scoring there, wouldn't there? Well, few, you'd actually a few th- averages will go up there. You'd actually think that statistically, it's going to be they'll never get Kohli out. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Put a bit of boot polish on, you might head over yourself and get a couple runs. Gee whiz. Get that first class average up a bit. Yes, I could do. That's not a bad idea. What about a joke? Have we got a joke this way? I have. I've got a ripper, right? You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm sitting here patiently. Just picture this. A country cricket game in Wagga. And the batsman, as is typical of most batsmen, disputed being given out. And the umpire gave him the well-known retort, as we've heard a thousand times before. If you don't believe me, just look in the local Wagga paper tomorrow and you'll see that you were out. You look, shouted the batsman, because I'm the editor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you like that? Oh, there you go. Now, do you want to quickly touch on the local cricket just in finishing? Yes, yep, because well, I think we've only got a couple of minutes. Yep. But so in the A1s, we've got Angerston sitting on top, Malalara second. I'll just do the top four. Right. Sandy Creek a third and South Gawler a four. Well, while we're just on that, before we whiz to the next slide, that's really quite staggering because uh, South Gawler, who actually are a good side, they started off the season very poorly, but they've won a couple of games, and they're already... Uh, I mean, it's only a few points, but they're into the four, and, of course, the sensation is really Malala because they've been promoted to A1, and they're sitting second. Mm. I actually umpired them in the first game, and I, I know this sounds a little bit, you know, with hindsight, but... I was very impressed with the way they played, even though they had Birch come up. Birchmore got in the oh, runs that day. And he's still been getting in the runs. Yep. And it won't surprise me if they do very well for the rest of the season as well. Well, it looks like Angerston couldn't win the footy, but they can win the cricket, Rick, because they're top in the A2s as well. Well, they are. They've... Uh, South Gawler and Williston and Gawler Central to make the four up there. Well, it's interesting because, we, because we've because we got an oversupply of umpires. I've got Angerston and, and Williston in the A2s this week, and that should be You've quite a dropped. good game. No, no, we rotate. Oh. That's the word, rotate. Right. It's a good way of saying drop. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the A1 reserves, which uh, Tananda were premiers last year. Um, Yudunda Robbie are leading the way there. Nuri a second. Tananda a third. Light pass, make up the four. Yep. And uh, it's been a very good and even cricket competition so far, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, there's going to be a bit of a Christmas break, but um, uh, we've got games this weekend. So we'd better wrap it up there because we've uh, just about gone over time. So until next time, this is Rick. This is Phil.